hail you nostalgic celibates welcome to 902 and here we go the <laughs> podcast that i was gonna keep going and I, then you were laughing it was and then... written and i still i still i knew what i was gonna say and i still thought it was funny the podcast that takes a look at each episode of the Beverly Hills 90210 franchise from Fox to the CW. One of us is a 9021 expert and the other is a 9021 novice. I'm Kendra Mickles and I'm seeing these episodes for the first time. I'm Nick Gunning and I've seen them all. Our show is brought to you by the Radio Meanwhile Network. Other shows on the network include This Endorian Life, 90s Music Got Me Like, and previously on X-Men. Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Facebook or Twitter at Here We Go Pod. And please rate, subscribe, and share the show wherever you get your podcasts. Today we're discussing Beverly Hills 90210. See, have you seen that show, Kendra? Beverly Hills uh, 90210? I've caught some of it. Okay. Well, this is Season 6, Episode 21, Bleeding Hearts. It's a Valentine episode. I was going to make a joke where I said, is that the one with someone else who's in Charmed? But I could not for the life oh, of me think of another person Another from actress Charmed. from Charmed. Okay. No. Shannon Dort, no. anyway let's crack open the condor condor is committed to professional standards professional ethics the weak need not apply this episode originally aired on february 14th 1996 right on valentine's day yep couple of birthdays on valentine's day february 14th james eckhouse turned 41 wow yeah i forget he was kind of young yeah Carol Potter, I think was like almost, well, she was like 10 years older than he was, and she was more like appropriately mom aged. So, you know. Uh, February 21st, Denise Dows turned 38. Kendra, I'm older than that. I'm older than Miss yeah. T was in season six, Kendra. I'm oh my just gosh. marches on. It really does. Couple of movies that came out on February 16th. The first one is Happy Gilmore with Adam Sandler. Oh, sure. How do you feel about Happy Gilmore? I I like Happy Gilmore. I feel like it. I don't know that I've seen it all the way through, actually. Oh, wow. Okay. I feel like it is my least watched one of the Adam Sandler of the movies, Adam which Sandler. is weird. Have you watched Little Nicky? I have seen Little Nicky. Oh, you have? Yes, wow. Okay. A couple of times. <laughs> Dohan? I did not see. Don't I've never seen that one either. I definitely no. have seen. Have I loved Happy? I've watched. I watched The Water Boy a lot and oh, yeah. Billy Madison a lot. Yeah. I, um, I love I love uh, Wedding Singer. That's that's probably my favorite. I've never seen The Wedding Singer. Oh really? Oh, you'd like that. That's yeah, that's solid. But I feel like I if I had to choose between Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison, I would go Billy Madison. Yeah, so, Billy know. Madison's really funny. Anywho, anywho, we also got Mister Wrong with Ellen DeGeneres and Bill Pullman. Bill Pullman, I literally he was in the restaurant that I was walking past, and I didn't even know it. He's because he, that's Pullman, what he does. Yeah, he Bill often Pullman. comes to your I know. town, and I know, he's got family roots here. I know he's got. There's a signed picture of him on the wall. The restaurant's called Texas Hot. He was there that day, and truthfully, we were like, "Should we go to Texas Hot? Eh, let's go to the Creative Arts Center." And so we did. Why would uh, you ever go to the Creative Arts Center over Texas Hot? That just doesn't make any sense. Vegetarian options. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're to. right. I did when I was working at Alfred University. Uh, I did meet Bill Pullman. He came there and he did a little talk and he signed uh, while you were sleeping for my wife. So it was a good time. He was very polite. Oh, excellent. Yeah. This I is almost... a terrible movie. This is a terrible movie. By <laughs> oh, the way. okay. So good bad. to know. <laughs> I almost touched Keith Urban this past weekend. Really? 
Very okay. close. I mean, he okay. walked from the. He did that thing that Imagine Dragons did when we saw them, where they oh, started yeah. on the main stage and then they walked to the back of the room yeah. and had like a little mini session on a backstage. And he walked. I mean, it was two people and then me in the row. Yeah. And I was like reaching out my hand. I was like, I'm going to touch him, but yeah. he was too far. He I couldn't lean right. over the people. Oh. And Eric was like, you were. You're like trying to grab him. And I was like, not grab him, but it would have been cool to like touch him. The lady in the row in front of me literally like grabbed his whole body. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I was like, that's too much. When I saw that mixtape tour with New Kids on the Block, they were in the crowd like 90% of the time. It was crazy. There was so much crowd work. My wife and I just saw Rufus Wainwright over the weekend we did not go into the crowd but it was a great concert Mm. well keith urban he pulled a girl on stage uh, Mm. because she was holding up a sign that uh, because she wanted a kiss Uh um and so he gave her a kiss and then he pulled another lady up who had a shirt for him and he wore the shirt the rest of the time he signed his electric guitar and handed it to someone in the crowd Oh my gosh, Keith! I know, and he played for like two and a half hours. Wow, those are my. He got on stage. Right he was there. like, "We're here for the next two hours, people. It's going to be amazing." Wow. But with his Australian accent, sure, sure. So I was like, "This is the closest I'm ever going to get to Nicole Kidman." Yeah, I don't did you think. See her? Was she there? <laughs> I didn't see her. She wasn't there. Perhaps she was backstage, okay. but I did not see her. The concert we saw was super cool. There was he. Uh, he had a harp player. Michaela Davis Ooh. was her name, open for him. And it was great. She played like electric harp for a while. Super cool. Hosted, this is this is my first drag show because it was hosted by uh, Mrs. Kasha Davis. She was on, I want to say, I want to say season eight, an early season of RuPaul's Drag Race. And ah. she was hilarious. It was <laughs> so much fun. I just wanted more. So That's fun. awesome. Yeah. Well, hey, let's uh, get back on topic. Oh, sure. (laughs) We're doing a podcast. We're not just talking to each other. That's right. That's right. Hey, you're you're editing this episode, so yeah, (laughs) I'll talk and talk and talk. Okay. Um, the last movie that came out on February 16th was my probably my favorite Muppet movie, Muppet Treasure Island. Oh yeah. It's a toss up between Muppet Treasure Island and Muppets from Space, but I think I have to go Muppet Treasure Island. I look. I knew that, but that's still was hard to hear again you didn't even you don't like me. muppets from space i mean i think it's uh, yeah yeah there are, if you build a jacuzzi they will come okay wow <laughs> right. you said that when i had a mouthful of water. all of that is fun and funny <laughs> like muppets from space andy mcdowell great stuff but you didn't even you didn't even say muppet christmas carol you didn't even say oh it. yeah muppet christmas carol so it's tough. It's tough. But I, I love Muppet Treasure Island. Oh, it's good. Yeah, I had that. I had that. I mean, I still have it on cassette, the soundtrack on cassette. Listen to it all the time. It's great. Tim Curry, Tim Curry, like Michael Caine before him. I mean, just nails the, the human role in, in yeah. the Muppet movie. You know, like Michael Caine, one of the best Scrooges, maybe the best Scrooge. Tim Curry, definitely the best Long John. Come on now. Yeah. And that was my first Tim Curry anything oh, really? oh wow um, okay so that's what i knew him from for the longest time <laughs> <laughs> probably be okay with that Why yeah not? i think so okay all right tv february 17th project alf a tv movie designed to wrap up the sitcom alf yeah. aired on abc how do you feel about alf have you interacted with alf at all you're probably too young really i think i've seen maybe one episode of alf alf is so funny like he just that sitcom is funnier than it has any right to be. It's very clever. 
but it does end on a cliffhanger. And I remember this movie. It ends the show ends on a cliffhanger. And this was like several years later, I want to say. And it was like, oh, finally. None of the like the tanners aren't in it, like Willie. You know, he's like, Elf, you just go into the not even there. So it was kind huh. of a kind of a disappointing situation. But yeah. But better than nothing? Better than nothing, sure. I got a little bit more elf in my life. Yeah, why not? <laughs> On February 20th, VH1 Storytellers debuted. Oh, okay. I don't know what no, this is. I didn't go down that path. Hmm. Music, February 17th, Deep Purple released their 15th album, Perpendicular. Get it? Like purple? Like per- It's spelled like purple. Perp and, yeah. Perpendicular. Uh, February 20th, Audio Adrenaline released their third album, Bloom. Bloom. It was okay. certified gold. Oh, good for them. I love Audio Adrenaline. I mm-hmm. saw them in concert. It was like the very beginning of their farewell tour. Um, how, and I was at a music festival and they played. How did they compare to Keith Urban? <laughs> um, well, they weren't pulling people on stage okay. and, or giving away signed guitars. Giving away hundreds so. of dollars worth of musical <laughs> instruments. <laughs> Uh, so, so yeah, uh, but I remember it was, it was a good concert, but I don't know, Keith Urban might be up there with Paul McCartney, like Mm. famous uh, or like best concerts I've ever been to in my life. Okay. Last, Shakira released her third album, P.S. Descalzos. I wish I could help you, but I don't speak Spanish. I feel like normally I'm okay at reading Spanish, but for whatever reason, that trip me up but it yeah. means bare feet in english okay do you like shakira uh, i like shakira fine i okay. only know her like you yeah. know radio wow. hits, so felt like you guys had some bad blood there but okay she's fine <laughs> okay we're fine it's good it's fine all right let's talk best-selling books for february 18th 1996 i would love to kendra as you know my day job librarian yeah so. i do know uh, we got Primary Col- Colors by Anonymous. Oh, yes. I've seen the movie. I haven't read the book. Anonymous is like, we just yep. don't know who wrote that book. I think now, I think now they know who wrote it. But yeah, it was published Anonymous. And it is a, I don't know. I don't really think I would say a takedown, but it's a, it's a very thinly veiled account of Bill Clinton's rise to power. Oh. Like it doesn't say this is about Bill Clinton. You know, it's just about a southern okay. womanizing politician on the rise who probably in- played the saxophone i don't remember yeah sure intensity by dean coots contagion by robin cook i have not read a ton of robin cook i actually do not recognize that name at all robin cook is often gets lumped in with like a Crichton type of thing it's it's more like medical biological kind of thrillers mm-hmm. if you've ever seen the movie coma with uh with michael douglas uh that's no. a, that's a robin cook book is directed, this... directed by michael Crichton. weirdly enough <laughs> is this the book that the movie contagion is based on oh hmm. i don't know okay <laughs> we got five days in paris by daniel Steele. oh yeah gotta have a daniel Steele in there and strong. hide and seek by james patterson now oh, is yeah. this what the movie Hide and Seek is based on. No, we already talked about that. And I don't know. I don't I don't know if I, I would say no. Well, I liked gonna, that movie. I'm gonna guess no, but Daniel Steele and Jimmy Patterson still going strong, even today in 2022. Even today. I mean James yeah. Patterson is farming out a lot of his work at this oh, point. For sure, but. for sure. 90% of it, yeah. 
All right, Nick, take us beyond the zip code. In 2022, Gabrielle Carteris appeared as Mayor Owen in the Neil McDonough film Boone. The plot is as follows. The widowed Catherine is busy trying to protect herself and her son from a local criminal organization. When Nick Boone and Catherine's lives cross paths, they find themselves leaning on each other to protect everything they stand for. Mm. And Gabrielle Carteris is the mayor. Fun. Yeah. Sounds intense. Weirdly enough, she is playing it as a teenager. So... I don't, I'm not sure. That's just her thing. Yeah, she I guess so. I guess so. Always you find looks a thing like a that teenager. works and you stick with it. <laughs> All right. Well, let's look at our synopsis for bleeding hearts. When, whenever I hear that, I think of Jim Carrey as the Grinch going, <laughs> when he has that line about bleeding hearts of the world unite. <laughs> makes me laugh. You love that movie. Okay, here's our synopsis. It's Valentine's Day, and Donna has Steve and half of the campus on a 24-hour abstinence pledge. For why? For why? We don't know. Meanwhile, Valentine's Day, I guess. (laughs) Meanwhile, Kelly hits rock bottom and reaches out to Brandon for help. In an act of desperation, Valerie tells David about the blackmail and asks him to spend the night with Ginger so that she'll keep the secret. Cool. And Susan finally kicks Jonathan to the curb. She punches him to the curb, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy, this episode. Yeah. I, I just, we'll get into it. Okay. I just don't know. But who's yeah. living in Beverly Hills, Nick? The teleplay today was by Lana Freistat Melman, and it was directed by Jason Priestley. Another hey. pretty serious one. Although the, all the Steve and Claire sexual shenanigans were not <laughs> yeah. serious. Claire says some filthy things in this episode. <laughs> she filthy. really does. Yeah. 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 Good for you. Go for it. Uh, we've got some returning players here. Ann Gillespie back as Jackie Taylor. Always good to see. Here's a fun one, Kendra. Gordon Curry is back. You may remember Gordon Curry portraying the role of Bobby Walsh in season two. Brandon's cousin who was uh. confined to a wheelchair and had a little uh, romance with uh, one Kelly Taylor. Right. We only yes. saw Bobby Walsh once, but here he's back as Danny Five, and we'll see him for several more times as Danny Five. Not Johnny Danny Five from Five. Short Circuit, but Danny Five. Drug Who is this guy. character? I don't even remember. Drug guy. The Kelly. Oh, the drug guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yep. Final appearance. I'm, I know this is, these are both going to hurt you, Kendra, but this is the final appearance of Elisa Donovan as Ginger LaMonica. And Carl T. Evans as Jonathan. Oh, wow. Last we see of Jonathan. He's gone. They seem dead. Like, I don't know who he had dirt on, but they kept finding reasons to have Jonathan be in this show. And it's finally his reign of terror is over. (laughs) And he's a pilot. He he truly was the Joffrey of the 90210 (laughs) series. If this was Smallville, he was Lana. That's how bad he got to be. (laughs) Plank. Sorry, I made a Game of Thrones reference that you uh, did not. No, I didn't, but I just was going to let it go because I assumed others would get it. Yeah, and they will. Yeah, oh, good. You're so (laughs) hip. Other cast? Oh, sorry. (laughs) I don't know why I was expecting you to ask for more, but (laughs) let me tell you. Uh, (laughs) Other cast members include Shiri Rapoport as Sherry, best known as Mandy Webster in CSI. That stands for Crime Scene investigation kendra did you watch uh, yes did you do csi i know criminal minds of course but csi no perhaps i will i'll do csi after okay. i'm done with criminal minds whenever that maybe well there's a new criminal minds coming out and there's that oh, spinoff yes. 
I know. Line, I've got to. I've got to finish. Most wanted. I don't know. I got to finish. I'm only halfway through the series, so Boy, I'll get there. A lot, a lot of road ahead of you. We have Jenny Vaughn as Gail, best known as Anita Lingoli in Presidio Med. And finally, we have Walter Franks as the DJ, and he was giving it his all. That DJ, Kendra. He was. That's true. Table. Uh, he, he, Kendra, he was in the Grinch. So he was in the Grinch and he was Excellent. in Scream 2. So there you go. Cool. That's our cast. All right. Well, let's get into Bleeding Hearts. Yeah. We start with Kelly and Colin. They, um, I don't know what they were doing, but Kelly needs Colin to take her to the Peach Pit because she's supposed to meet up with her mom who's checking in on her. They've now pulled Jackie in and told her, "Yeah, Kelly's doing some drugs. Yeah. Let's let's bring in Let Jackie. You remember your old hobby? Well, <laughs> well, the crack pipe doesn't fall far from the tree. Let's just say that. <laughs> yeah. So Colin is upset because he's supposed to go to his drug dealer's house to get yeah. some, some Coke for the weekend. Yeah. And he's like, I'm already late. I can't take you to the peach pit. Yeah. So if I'm taking you to the peach pit, then, you know, we're out of luck for the right. weekend. Right. Cause everyone knows you can't buy drugs on Saturday. No, you can't. Certainly not Sunday. No. It, drug dealers are famously known for keeping bankers hours. <laughs> they, they don't have many morals, but yeah. that's yeah. the one they stick Yeah. Well, to. that's their time, Kendra, you know? I love that Kelly blows off her own intervention for blow. I just yeah. think the poetry of that. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. And so we go to the peach pit. Yeah. Um, Susan and Valerie are at the counter talking about Kelly and Jonathan gets brought up and Valerie's like, Oh, are you giving Jonathan a second chance? And Susan says, no, she's, yeah. she's done with the whole Jonathan thing. As are we all. As we, Yeah. <laughs> And have been for many episodes. I'm down for Valerie and Susan being friends. Yeah. I don't remember that being a thing. I don't think it's going to happen, but I'm down for it. And I think yeah, it makes sense. I like it. Valerie, you know, is, is sort of, I think they forget this, but sort of like a, a sister-esque figure for Brandon. And they're at least roommates. So it makes sense that they would be friends. I like, I like the chumminess. Mm -hmm. So Valerie comes up with this idea that maybe to get Jonathan off Susan's back and to get Ginger off of her back. Yeah. Off set of the two of them up. Off of David's front. They're gonna yeah. they're gonna set them up. Yeah, so set them up, which is, you know, a great idea to unite two enemies of the group. Sure. There's no expression about how two enemies form a friendship. You know what I mean? I know, yeah. There's nothing that says that. Yeah, it just doesn't happen. No, I it doesn't. Think. Never would, never could. So then we go to the back of the peach pit where Brandon, David, and Jackie are in a booth waiting for Kelly to arrive. And yeah. Jackie's like, I think, you know, we're going to sit her down. We're going to talk to her. She's going to listen to us. Yeah. It's going to be fine. Yeah. But then not two seconds after she says that, Nat comes over to say, Kelly just called. She's not going to make it. Yeah. David and Brandon do make sense for this. I was a little surprised we didn't have Donna there, but I guess they're trying to keep the numbers light. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Donna's busy keeping everyone sure. from having sex, as right. we're about to see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So after the intro, we see we go back to Colin and Kelly, who have gone to the drug dealer's house. Uh, he comes outside to meet Kelly, ever the salesman. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. And his name is what? Danny, Danny Five? Five. Danny Five. Five. Yep. I mean, that's a good name. Yeah, it's a cool name. So, yeah, they meet. He seems like a 
like a nice guy. He does. Yeah. As drug dealers go. Back at the student union, Donna is giving announcements to everyone that they are doing for Valentine's Day this thing called a sex out. Yeah. Which is supposed to be like a play on lights out. I, I don't know. I don't know. Basically, they're asking everyone to make a vow of celibacy for 24 hours. 24 hours, yeah. But to what end? Like, I think they're raising money. They're raising, but how does that raise money? Like, if you pledge to run two miles and then you get someone, I don't know. I I don't think that's what it is because they just sign a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. they They never quite drive that point home and it would have been so easy to do. Yeah. Just make it a fundraiser or something. And like, is it the sorority or is Donna just being a drag? Like, I don't, you know what I mean? No, I think it's a sorority thing. It is. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, the crowd is like, no, this is stupid. But yeah. then Steve gets up there and is like, hey, just think of it as 24 hours of foreplay. Oh, and it's a pajama party, by yeah. the way. So it's yeah. it's a pajama party at the Peach Pit where you're not allowed to have sex. Right. <laughs> Happy Valentine's what? Day, everyone. <laughs> what could go wrong? No, I can't think of anything. So Steve signs the pledge and he gets other people to sign as well. Claire thinks this is hilarious. She's like, you can't go 24 hours without sex. What are you, yeah. what are you thinking? Yeah. So then they make this, this bet that Claire is not going to sign the pledge and she's going to get him to, to break the pledge yeah. before 24 hours are up. Right. Ginger and Valerie go to meet Jonathan at a restaurant or cafe of some kind. Yes. Yeah. Valerie goes up to Jonathan alone and is like, hey, you see my friend Ginger over there? She's really easy. (laughs) And that's not, you're not even paraphrasing. That is what she says. That's exactly what she says. Couldn't be easier. Yeah. Easiest ever. So then she brings them over uh, to meet each other and they learn they have something in common that Brandon can't stand either of them. Right. The gang is not a fan. Yep. So Valerie leaves them to uh, to have their date. Yep. Back at the Walsh house, Steve <laughs> is trying to get some action from Claire before the oh, no right. sex before the time starts. Because yeah. <laughs> it's like 8 p.m. Whatever it is. Steve's try- yeah, Steve's trying to get some action before it's off the table. <laughs> yeah. And Brandon and Susan think this is hilarious. They're like, can we also get in on this bet that Su- that Steve's not going to last for 24 hours? Um, and we learn that Susan signed the pledge, much to Brandon's chagrin. Which yeah. is not a plot point. I just, I, like, no, this wasn't not a fun at all. dueling story where it was like two different things going on. Not a plot point at all that Susan signed it. Yep. At Colin's house, Colin and Kelly are hanging out with some of Colin's fun, artsy, druggy friends. And while they're doing drugs together, Donna comes over to bring Kelly her mail. Yeah. And Um, she says, yep, she got a letter letter from from her dad, dad. old Bill. And she's like, I can stay and help you open it if you want. And Kelly's like, no, I'm good. I got to go do my drugs. Yeah. And Donna said, Donna tries to get her to come home and Kelly says no. And she says, well, I'm always here for you. Yeah. And I love yeah, but, you. But it's, yeah. And, and Donna's like, oh, I just thought you'd want to be with your friends. And Kelly's like, I am with my friends. 
which I thought was harsh. So harsh. The the decline of drugged out Kelly and Colin, I think they did it pretty well, you know? Like there was It's like, definitely little, been a progression. It has. Because at this point, it's like even when Kelly's trying, like last time she was straight up just like strung out most of the mm-hmm. time. But this episode, she's also manic and not yeah. ever pulling it off. And I just think they bided their time to get us to this point in a believable way. I agree. I am kind of over it, though. So I hope that this is the end of it. Yeah. When we get there. Yeah. At David's dorm room the next morning, Val slept over and he brings her some breakfast in bed from the cafeteria. Oh. He also gives her a card with a poem that he wrote. And I did not write down the poem, but it was. It was rough. It was deep. It was rough stuff. It was. And we hear it twice in this episode. Yeah. Neither time was it delivered as a rap. And I think that was a mistake. Yeah. Know? Yeah. The rap would have would have helped yeah. add some rhythm to it. Yeah. Valerie has a present for David. It's a friendship bracelet. Weak. Because she's the only he's the only guy who's ever been her friend. Yeah. Like the, yeah. who's that she's been romantically involved with. Okay. Still seems like that gift is more about her and less about David, but okay. Yeah, yeah. At the student union, we get a quick little scene where Donna gives Joe his sex out shirt. See, so they're selling shirts. And she says it's all for the cause or something. Right, right. And the shirt's $10. Yeah. Yeah, but what's the cause? I don't know. I missed it. I missed the cause. Okay. I hope it's not like helping the children or something. That'd be a weird (laughs) thing. <laughs> that would be a weird fundraiser to help the children. Yeah. Yep. Guess <laughs> so, what, kids? The whole college is on a dry spell. Here's some new playground equipment. <laughs> Joe takes the shirt and then says he's going to see his coach to thank him for having his back through this whole heart oh, condition stupid. thing. You stupid, weak hearted fool. <laughs> Next scene is in the newsroom where Susan walks into her office to find a bouquet of roses from Brandon. Basic, okay. And she got Brandon signed letters from some people. Yeah, Woodward and Bernstein. Okay, Woodward and Bernstein. Yeah. And they are Oh, uh journalists, Bob Woodward, he's still okay. he's still going strong. They uh, you know, they broke the Watergate case. The, all the president's oh, men, okay. all the president's men is based on Woodward and Birdsey. I figured that they were journalists, but I didn't yeah. look up who they were. As they are talking, another bouquet of roses is delivered from guess who? Everyone's <sighs> favorite Jay Bird. Yeah. At Colin's apartment. <laughs> The music in this scene is crazy. It is crazy. Like, yeah. While they're like trying to find cocaine yeah. yep. and they can't find any cocaine in their whole apartment. It's all empty. Um, so I guess Kelly did all of what they got from Danny Five earlier or the, the day before. Yeah. So they're both, you know, they're bickering, yelling at each other. And she's like, you know, well, I bought it with my money. And he's like, it's your dad's money and yeah, whatever. So he tells her, you know, you want more. You go get it this time. Yeah. I'm not going with you. Yeah. He drops the he calls her the, a B word. Kendra, yes, he does. Which I thought was kind of an escalation. You know, just the way he's talking to her is very abusive in a way that I don't think it's ever been before. So. 
Yeah, but for me, it again made sense with oh, their did. progression. Definitely, definitely. I'm yeah. just saying that is a definitely a turning point in the relationship there. Yeah, for sure. Joe is in the coach's office, and he, <laughs> the coach is like, "Yeah, you're welcome. I'm yeah. so I was so happy to help. have your back." But yeah. also, yeah, you know, next year. Think we're gonna need someone yeah. to take your place. We're going in another direction. We're we want players who can stand up, right? Um, you can run for game, yeah, long yeah. periods of time. You know, yeah. So poor Joe. I mean, he's just so upset by this news because at first yeah. he's like, "Oh well, we you know we have a are we looking for any backup quarterback because we already have one?" And he's like, "Well, actually, <laughs> the thing is." To back someone up, you have to have someone in that position. And we don't because, again, your heart <laughs> is basically a popped balloon where the air yeah. is streaming out of it. So we can't. Yeah. So the coach says, you know, he says, I know that's the way you'd want it. Sure. Like he's talking to a ghost or yeah. something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Old Joe. Oh, I miss him. <laughs> okay. So we go to. Danny Five's house where Kelly is now going by herself oh, to get some made drugs. Me very uncomfortable. Very yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah, it's it's no good. She's no. she's invited in, and while Danny is going to get some coke for her, we meet Sherry. Yeah, who's a, a, another girl yeah. who's there. Bad, bad case. Doing some drugs, and that's not all she's doing. <clears throat> right, because Danny's roommate comes out and is like, "Get in the bedroom, Sherry." time to pay for the drugs that you're using Ugh. yeah really really awful the upsetting scene all around so danny comes back out and is like hey kelly i have this private stash of like super pure stuff let's do some drugs together and kelly's like all right sure bad bad decisions not a good choice no at the Peach Pit After Dark, it's sex out o'clock, and everyone <laughs> is in their PJs, dancing on the dance floor. These are slutty PJs, and I, and I use that very open. Steve looks slutty, everyone looks slutty at this party. I forgot for a while that it was a pajama thing, so I just was very confused by yeah. their outfits. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, David's wearing, like, long johns. <laughs> You know what's kind of funny? Steve has sort of a Chippendale dancer vibe with just like, and he became a Chippendale dancer after the series. Oh, so that's right. <laughs> maybe this was his audition. Yeah, he's wearing like boxers and a bow tie and just a blazer with no, no shirt, shirt underneath. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Claire is wearing... Not much. But it looks like a dress. It's kind of hard to see, but yeah. it's like an off the shoulder. Yeah. It's like no pajamas I would ever wear. Right, but... right. No, it wouldn't be comfortable. <laughs> she's still trying to seduce Steve. She is pulling out all the stops, mm -hmm. trying to trying to get him to to have sex with yeah, her. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of euphemisms thrown around here. It was mm -hmm. like the Lucinda days. Yeah, yeah. But he pulls out a sleep mask, so he can't even see her. Yep. He's gonna he's gonna ignore her. Then Ginger and Jonathan arrive, and Valerie yeah. is not happy that no, they are there. She isn't. And she takes Ginger aside and is like, what the heck? And Ginger's like, it's fine. We're here on a date. It's fine. Yep. yep. It's happening. Back at Danny Five's house, Kelly and Danny are making out. Ooh, yeah. I didn't like that Gross. turn. I, I, obviously, that's where it was going. But I was like, oh, gal, no. Yeah. It's very upsetting. 
Yeah. So then as they're making out, Sherry comes out and is like, hey, your roommate's out of drugs. Can you get me some drugs? And so she he and she pesters him until he gets up and goes with her. Yeah. So then when he leaves, Kelly is like, I'm getting out of here. Yeah, I don't know. Is she trying to take some drugs with her? I don't think so. No, I think she just is like, whoa, what am I doing? I got to get out of here. So she gotta runs get out the of door. Here. Yeah. But then the roommate stops Kelly from leaving and basically, I mean, like attacks her yeah. and, and pulls her down on the couch yeah. and won't let her leave. And so then she suggests, let's drink some more wine. So he <laughs> hands her the wine bottle, which she then hits him over the head with. And she makes it out of yeah. the house. Yeah. Very, very intense. Back at the peach pit after dark. The gang is sitting on one side of the peach pit after dark and Jonathan and Ginger are sitting on the other. And they're all they're both like kind of eyeing each other and talking about each other. Um, Jonathan gives Ginger a really big kiss just to mess with them. And Ginger's like, I thought we had a deal. So there's some sort of shenanigans going on with the two of them. Shenanigans on top of shenanigans. Claire is still trying to seduce Steve. It's still not working, but they... They decide to go dance. Yeah. Brandon and Susan are then left at the table alone. And they're talking about like, are you jealous, Susan? And Susan's like, no, not, not at all. I'm really not wanting to be with Jonathan anymore. (laughs) Donna is looking for Joe who has not arrived. And then we do like a cut to Joe's apartment. And it's like the camera is looking down on him laying on his bed. And he's just like losing his mind. Right. (laughs) He's slowly losing his mind. Yep. So then Donna decides she's going to go look for Joe because it's just weird that he hasn't shown up. Yeah, he hasn't. He's blowing her off. Yeah. Yeah. So David and Valerie are going to cover for her while she's gone because she's in charge of this event. Um, This is where we meet the DJ who I (laughs) thought was pretty annoying. Did you like him? No, it was a lot. It was a lot. (laughs) He's like walking. So they're doing this like you dance until you don't dance and then you're out. Yeah. Kind of thing. So he's, you know, walking through the crowd and saying stuff to people and whatever. It's full on for sure. (laughs) And this is when Jonathan and Ginger put their plan into action, which is Ginger pretends to twist her ankle. Yes. So then Jonathan can get Susan to be his dance right. partner. Because Brandon doesn't dance. Yeah, it's a dumb plan, though. It is a dumb plan. It's bad. So Jonathan goes over to Susan and is like, come dance with me. And she says, no, I right. don't want to do that. Do that. And yeah. he, he like grabs her arm Weird. and pulls her. And Brandon just kind of watches. He does nothing. He just sits there. I guess by this point, he's like, I guess this is just what Susan wants in, in this relationship. I don't know. Yeah, but Susan, I, I forget the she has like a little one liner yeah. before she does it, but then she punches him in the face. Yeah, uh, and it's pretty satisfying. Yeah, it's a pretty satisfying punch. It is. I feel like her hand would be broken, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's weird that two episodes ago they had this like heart to heart. It's very weird. And now she's like hating him so much she wants to punch him in the face. Yeah. I don't know. It's just. It's very unbalanced. Jonathan should have been gone at that heart to heart. Yeah. Christ, whatever it was called. That should have been it. He should have just flown off into the sunset. I don't know why. I don't know why either. Ginger is displeased with this date. It was not a good substitute for David because if you <laughs> recall, 
Yeah. She wants $50,000 or more David <laughs> one night with David. Yep. So she basically tells Valerie, like, I still want David. And, you know, that's the way it's going to be. Yep. Nat comes over and tells Brandon that Kelly has called and is in trouble. And so he and Susan go together to go find Kelly. Valerie takes. <laughs> uh, this scene, this scene <laughs> is so stupid. Yeah. Valerie takes David into the office, the yeah. Peach Doctor Dark office. And she tells him what really happened with Ginger, that they both stole that stuff. And then she, you know, busted her on purpose to look like a hero. Yep. Which David is kind of like, wow, really? All right. Yeah. He doesn't have like a huge reaction to it. I mean, I how could he at this point? You know yeah. what I mean? But yeah, we get some Ray mentions, which is nice. Yeah. Another so then she so then she tells David that um, that Ginger is bribing her and that she wants $50,000 or she's going to play this tape of, a, of their conversation about tricking everybody. Yeah. And David, and, I feel like David would be like, I don't think anybody cares about that anymore. But instead, he was like, guess you better pay her. Yeah. He's like, well, if it means that much to you, you should pay her. And then Valerie says, well, there is another option if you're up for it. <laughs> you could sleep with her because yeah. that's what she either wants $50,000 or she wants you to sleep with her. Right. And David's like, oh, really? She wants to sleep with me? She's going to give away $50,000 for one night with me. So he's like, can I sleep on it? And Valerie's like, no, you got to. Yeah. You got to jump she on this train right now. <laughs> She's like, she says, I love you, but what else can I do? What else? Certainly <laughs> there's, not. Deal there's with no the other options. No, she has to pimp David out. That's it. Oh, that's so stupid. It is stupid. Okay. Brandon and but, Susan. But, but, wait, but I do buy it. Oh, I do, yeah. I do buy Valerie asking him to do it. I think that was more in line with like, you know, original like season five early season five valerie that seems very on point to me so i can't fault them that but it is a stupid turn brandon and susan find kelly in her car and brandon's like knocking on the window and kelly's just staring straight ahead like not registering him at all for a while and then she finally snaps out of it and rolls the window down and she's crying and asking brandon to help her yeah this was a more dramatic interpretation of the I'm so excited, I'm so excited, I'm so scared moment from Say Right, right, yeah. So similar, similar vibes. <laughs> Back at Joe's dorm room, he is, he's getting out of Dodge. Yeah, Donna, Donna yeah. finds him and he's packing up. He's like, I'm quitting school. I'm done. I'm yeah. leaving. Okay. Goodbye. Yeah. Donna's trying to talk him down. She's like, you don't even know what's fully wrong with you yet. And neither does the coach. Like, you need to, like, what about us? What about yeah. everything? Not thinking clear. Yeah. So she talks him down a little bit, but he's he's sad. He's like, you know, you don't know what it's like to work your whole life for something and then have it taken away from you. Right. Back at the Walsh house, <laughs> Valerie has sent David off with Ginger and she, but she's like sadly sitting in her bed reading the poem that he wrote her. And we hear uh -huh. David's voice reading this poem again. <laughs> At the Peach Pit After Dark, 
Steve is counting down the seconds until it's 8 a.m. Yeah. So that he and Claire can have sex. Uh-huh. And he thinks, like, oh, yay, it's 8 o'clock, I win. But then Claire's like, ha, I said it back 30 seconds. Or I said it, yeah, she said it back 30 seconds. Yeah. But then he's like, joke's on you, I said it forward a minute. Yeah, okay, none of this makes sense, though, because first of all, why would she do 30 seconds and not, like, five minutes or something like that? And also, she's like, you lose. But I feel like, unless I missed something, they did not have sex in that. No, 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 they did not. He just, like, jumps on top of her, and she's like, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, doesn't count. Donna said, anything from the waist up is fine. That's what she said. That's a quote. That is, yeah, that's what she said. Okay, next scene is at another restaurant or in the hotel or something. Yeah. Ginger meets up with Valerie, gives her the tape. She said she hasn't made any copies. Honor among thieves. And she says that, you know, she got what she wanted. So she's so off. Long. Again, why she's being so vindictive and awful no to idea. to Valerie is... And then... I, okay, well, we'll get to it, but go on. So after she leaves, David then comes and sits down and Valerie, you know, apologizes. And she said it was, you know, the worst night of her life thinking about what they were doing. But David says that he didn't touch her. They did not sleep together. Um, Ginger didn't want to sleep with him. She just wanted to hurt Valerie. Yeah. Yeah. Which, Which I do question a lot of the things that happen here. I mean... I don't know. It sounds it sounds a little bit to me like David showed up and was like, all right, let's do this. And she was like, what? No. <laughs> and David came and he was like, I could not go through with it. <laughs> yeah. Well, Eric and I were watching this. You know, he kept walking through the room and he was like, I think David would have been like, all right, you know, I, I'll, I think so too. I'll take this bullet yeah. for the team. <laughs> yeah, that's like, that would have been his draft card. He's like, yeah, I got to do it for the boys, you know? <laughs> but So Valerie says, well, you know, nothing happened. And that's, that's all that matters. And David's like, actually, a lot happened. Uh, yeah. And as far as I'm concerned, it's over between you and me. Which makes me sad because I like them together. Yeah. But he says that he can't be with her after she asked him to do that. And he wants to be with her more than anyone else in the world. Um, He says he's not going to tell the rest of the gang about her deception. And he gives her back the friendship bracelet. Oh. Sad times. Yeah. Our last scene is at the hospital. Jackie and Brandon are... With Kelly, who's, you know, in a hospital bed and they're getting her fluids and, you know, whatever else you need when you're coming down from snorting pure cocaine. <laughs> Kelly asks Brandon to to stay with her and she talks about, you know, she feels like such a loser. Like, how could she how could she have let it go this far? Yeah. She had everything and she lost it all, which not really true (laughs) yeah i don't the drugs i don't really think had anything to do with her current situation so yeah i don't know what she's talking about but well i don't know yeah like donna and claire will let her move back in right she's still in school she didn't die in a fiery car crash she chose herself last season there it's fine you know (laughs) 
She also tells Brandon that she still loves him. Yeah, no, she's still in love with him. In yeah. love with him. In yeah. love with him. Yeah, and he was like, "Okay, um, okay, <laughs> let's." Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he tries to leave, but she she asked him to stay. She says she's very scared, so yeah. he stays with her and, yeah. and sweetly brushes her hair. Yeah. And that's the episode. Do you remember Professor Finley? <laughs> I do. Uh, I do. What would he have to say about this? That guy. Oh, man. Uh, well, Kendra, what's the verdict? What do you think? I don't know. It might be too many shenanigans for me. Yeah. The whole the whole sex out thing, I think, was stupid. The whole Valerie asking David to sleep with Ginger was stupid. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it, it was it was a lot of dumb on top of dumb. I mean, the Jonathan story should have ended when it obviously and clearly ended rather mm -hmm. than dragging it on for two more episodes for no reason. It doesn't mm -hmm. change Brandon and Susan's relationship at all. And we never see Jonathan again. So what point did it serve? You know, like no none. point. And Ginger coming back. Just as I don't know what. She leaves with nothing. So what did she accomplish? I know. She... It sounded like her whole thing was like, I want a piece of the good life. But then she yeah. just settles for not having sex couple, with David. A couple of nights in a hotel and yeah. some clothes, I guess. So that doesn't make any sense. And like, was that just to break up David and Valerie? And if so, why? I don't know. Why did she hate it. Valerie so much? I don't know. They were such good friends. I know. There's no reason for her to act like this. She... I mean, I buy her wanting, to, I buy her being like selfish and like mm -hmm. wanting money and stuff, but it seems that her only purpose was to destroy her relationship with David, which, why? Why? It makes no sense. I don't think she knew that David and Valerie were dating before she got there. Yeah. Right. I... Yeah. I mean, I guess you just have to say she was just sitting there thinking about Valerie being all famous and successful and rich and she just couldn't handle it. And so she was like, I'm just going to go drop a bomb on that. I guess that's, that's the only thing you can really walk away with. I think the Steve Claire stuff could have been fun in a, in a, in a better episode. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I agree. Like if that was just a goofy thing in a regular episode that was kind of firing on all cylinders, fine. But like that was also very contrived. Like there wasn't any reason for it. So. Yeah. I don't know. And then nah. Donna and Joe. I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it was kind of a, it was kind of a nothing episode. So mm. whatever there. Did you have a 90210 snap? I don't know. Probably. I, I think I'm leaning to, of the two Valerie David scenes, I think I'm leaning towards the one where she asks him to, to sleep with yeah, to Ginger. Yeah, sure. I think that, um, I think I got to go with Kelly telling Brandon she's still in love with him. Mm-hmm. Because I kind of forgot that we went there. And so when that happened, I was like, oh, a twist. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like that. I like that. Okay. Well, they can't all be winners, Kendra. That's that's what we're learning here today. But you can join us as we continue our journey through 90210 with season six, episode 22. All this and Mary, too. I don't know what and that a bag means. bag of I chips. I don't know who Mary is. So I guess we're going to find out. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, you can catch me every other week on This Sandorian Life, a Star Wars podcast from the Radio Meanwhile Network. Our next episode is going to be Halloween-themed, so you can go and, and check that Ooh. out. Over on House Things, which I do for the David A. Howe Public Library as my job, uh, we just interviewed Winsome Bingham. Winsome is the author Ooh. of a book called Soul Food Sunday, 
it uh, was a Coretta Scott King honor book with the Youth Media Awards, and she's got several things for all ages coming out. So a really fun conversation over there. So you can find that How's Things wherever you get your podcasts. What about you, Kendra? Awesome. Thanks. I am Miss Beesbox91 on Twitter, and I am also the co-host of the podcast Nine Days Music Got Me Like. And <laughs> <laughs> caught myself. Um, where we talk about 90s music and our next episode that'll be coming out is going to be No Scrubs by TLC. Oh, okay. Don't do want guys, no scrubs. Do you guys have a Halloween episode in the works or no? I can't remember. Yeah, we've been talking about it, but I cannot remember what we decided on, on. So okay. now, we, we had a couple be, of floating around. Is this going to be a situation where you say you're going to do a Halloween episode and then it comes out December 1st? Yeah. Or, yeah. What are we, okay. It'll be a, a Halloween Thanksgiving okay. episode. Okay. Perfect. It's <laughs> a combined, just a fall episode. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, Kendra, until we meet again. 902 and here we go.